This is B2B Radio featuring Mr. Biz, sponsored by Capital Plus. Over the next half hour, Mr. Biz, Ken Wentworth, a nationally recognized leading business-to-business advisor, will present information that helps reduce risk, improve financial performance, and change your company's future. If you're ready to take your business to the next level, this program is for you. And now, here's Mr. Biz, Ken Wentworth. Welcome to B2B Radio with me, Mr. Biz. B2B Radio brought to you by Capital Plus. Capital Plus helps you unlock your capital and unleash your business potential. CPI creates customized financial solutions for growing businesses nationwide. All right. So on this week's show, we are going to cover a topic that is related to a topic that we've talked about a million times, but definitely not talked about this specific uh, aspect to it and something that maybe some of you haven't heard of before, and that is pre-collections. So we're going to talk about what is what is pre-collection, what are pre-collections, and how can it help your business. And to help us discuss that, I've got, of course, an expert, Jill, Jill Smith of the Safen Group, and she is going to walk us through this because that is exactly what she and her folks at the Safen Group do. So welcome to the show, Jill. Hey, thanks for having me, Ken. I appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. So actually, let me just give some contact information. Write this down because you're going to want to reach out to Joe later. I'll give, and I'll give it again later in the show, of course. But um, you can see more about what they do at safeengroup.com. That's S-A-F-E-N group.com. You can call them at 480-380-8200. Um, you can connect with Jill on LinkedIn, and there's a lot of Jill Smiths, but here's how you find her. She has a series of videos, blogs, etc., that she uses the hashtag because Jill said so. It's, it, it, she's kind of a big deal, okay? Um, <laughs> or you can reach her at jill.smith at safeandgroup.com. All right, so that all out of the way. Let's find out a little bit more so you guys can learn a, bit, a little bit more about Jill and her, some of her background and how she's gotten to being a pre-collection expert that she is. So, Jill, give us, tell us a little bit about your, your background and how you got here. Well, okay, so the reason I'm here right now is because um, previous businesses that we've owned and run, I needed pre-collections. Like, I didn't know that it was a thing, and um, when I came across it, I was like, that's what I'm going to do the next time I start a business, and so here we are now. But to back up even further, um, I I guess I call myself a serial entrepreneur. Um, We've built multiple businesses, construction, service. Um, entertainment, um, I just say entertainment, like vendor, weddings, that sort of thing. Um, well, it's a good thing you said that because I'll tell you, sorry to cut you off, but when you said that, I, you know, when you say entertainment, it just depends where your mindset is. I was thinking entertainment more like <laughs> something like that. So I'm glad you. Right. No, no. no sorry. I was like, oh, wait, wrong, wrong entertainment. Like, like photo booth. We did photo. We had a photo booth business that we actually took and ran and took to weddings. And it was super fun. Cool. Yeah, that'd be fun. And entertaining. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah. So just starting businesses and realizing that um, cash flow was really big for us. Uh, depending on the industry that you're in, there are some industries that people get paid up front before you show up. That's like um, the wedding industry and events. You know, most of the time vendors are getting paid up front. So that, that, was, that was a great industry at the time when we were in that. Mm-hmm. Um, but then there's other industries as far as construction. So when I managed my husband's construction business, uh, collecting and getting people to pay um, on time was hard, let alone sometimes to get them to pay at all. Mm-hmm. And so just kind of 
going through that process of, of growing and learning and how do I do this, um, I just, I got to the point where I was like, there's got to be a better way. And, and so that's, that's kind of how we, we got here was just that this was, we discovered this was the better way when it came to collections. Yeah. So it's interesting because, um, I met Jill, I think we connected originally somehow on LinkedIn, a friend of a friend or something like that. And mm-hmm. we ended up on the phone and I think we were on the phone for like, I don't know, 90 minutes or something. Um, and as we were talking more often than not, we were singing from the exact same songbook um, because I had just finished my book about cash flow, how to be a cash flow pro available on Amazon, shameless plug. Um, and, <laughs> And as we were talking, it, literally Jill's saying, well, you know, we do this and we do that. And I said, oh, my gosh, that's like in chapter two. And then she said, well, we do this and we do that. I'm like, did you read my book already? Like, seriously, you're, these are the exact same things we're talking about. Um, and uh, so I knew then after talking with her, like, we, we need to get her on the show. Because um, even afterwards, and pre-collection was a new thing because it's, it's, I don't address it in the book because it was a new thing for me. And I'm, I certainly wasn't was a complete neophyte ab- uh, about that specific topic until I talked with Jill and then did you know some more research and everything myself, um, which by the way, in the next book, I am going to talk a little bit about pre collections because I think it is very important and is a way to um, stem the tide of of I guess negativity. I'll say as far as collections and things like that go. So, um, and I think you know this is another thing we hear from a lot of people that we bring on the show that are entrepreneurs that the business they end up in is a business that was created because they saw a need. You saw a need, you saw that you could do something that could be very helpful to people, and you started a business about it, and I think that's that's awesome. Well, yeah, I mean, I think being an entrepreneur, starting a business, growing a business, we're doing this because we, we feel empowered that we can do this. We can change the world in some way for good, and it's not like we're going to go and, you know, jump in front of buses and save two-year-olds all the time, <laughs> but, but you know, we're, we can provide a service. We can make life easier for people. You know, what, what is it, better, faster, quicker? Like, what can we do to help people? And that's, that's, why, we, that's why we start a business. We want to be able to, to do this, and we, we feel like we can do it ourselves. We know we can do it ourselves. And now it's just a matter of when there comes up the, the challenges of being an entrepreneur, we, it, it's a matter of reaching out and gaining that additional knowledge. Um, I love the technology age that we're in right now where all information is literally at your fingertips. I mean, I, I can watch YouTube videos right on my phone and learn how to do anything. And it's incredible. And I just, anyways, I'm super excited about just the, the way that people can grow their businesses and take them to the next level. And, and just, it's, I love, I love starting businesses. I also love talking to people when they're coming to me at the very beginning and they say, Hey Jill, this is an idea I have. Do you think I can make a business out of it? And I'm like, you would rock. Like, that's amazing. Like, how do you want to market it? Who's going to be your target? Like customer, like who are going to be your strategic partners that you guys can like go to market together and, and offer similar services or complimentary services. Oh, I love brainstorming stuff like that with yeah. people. Yeah. Well, and that's one of the things I, I talked about that on a, I think, fairly recent shows. I think the word entrepreneur gets, at least for me, gets overused. I think anyone who starts a business, people say, oh, I'm an entrepreneur. To me, that's not what an entrepreneur is, at least my own personal definition. To me, an entrepreneur is someone similar to what you just described. Um, it, it, I would almost say most people would say it's it's a business person who has business ideas with, with like ADHD hyped up on caffeine. Like... <laughs> 
you know, you, it's not just, hey, I started a business. It's like, I started a business, and oh, by the way, you're sitting in a restaurant, and you go, you know what would be really good to have? Well, did you see where the deliveries came in? They could probably automate the delivery service. Oh, wow. I wonder if there's someone who does that. Oh, there's not. You know what? We could start a business. That, to me, is an entrepreneur. Oh, and, and it's and even when they say, wow, there's deliveries, but I bet we could make them faster. Mm-hmm. Like, if you can take an idea, it's like, oh, they already thought of that. And I'm like, okay, well, how do you improve on that idea and make it better and then and spin it and make it your own thing? Yeah. Like, it, there, there's... It, it's just it's so neat to see the way and then I see other businesses that are popping up and I'm like oh that was great like I wish I'd thought of that one yeah yeah well we're, we're up against a break here so we're going to continue talking with Jill um, it's Jill, Jill Smith of Saving Group and we'll give the Mr. Biz tip of the week after we come back from the break and we're going to find out more about what pre-collections are so join us again after the break on B2B Radio are you frustrated with trying to grow your business you're not alone because the business growth experts at TriTraction are here to help. TriTraction's proven business systems, marketing, and sales formula has helped many businesses like yours achieve amazing results. Could your company benefit from explosive sales growth and a huge jump in website traffic? Call 800-719-4281 today for a free consultation with the business growth experts at TriTraction. That's 800-719-4281. Systems plus marketing plus sales equals business growth. Thank you for being a Mr. Biz Solution subscriber and listening to B2B Radio. Would you like to have your business highlighted in this spot? You can reach our entire subscriber base, all of Mr. Biz Nation, every week and archive for future listeners. We can record your very own spot to highlight your business, and you can also use it anywhere else you want, including your website or social media. If you are interested, please email us at info at MrBizSolutions.com. Don't hesitate, because there are limited spots available. To submit questions to the show, email them to MrBiz at MrBizSolutions.com. Now, once again, here's Mr. Biz. All right. Welcome back to B2B Radio, brought to you by Capital Plus. CPI removes the hassles of balancing cash flow by becoming your full-service credit and collections department. All right. So it's time for the Mr. Biz Tip of the Week, and this one is a simple one, yet often overlooked. Beware of concentration risk especially with customers and suppliers. So often as a small business owner, you know, you've got one really big customer, one big client, um, you're overly concentrated, and what happens if that particular client or customer becomes disgruntled or, or God forbid, they have problems in their business and they are no longer a customer. Now where does that leave you? you? All of a sudden you can't pay your bills and things spiral out of control quickly. Same thing with suppliers. If you make widgets and you've got, you know, a certain person or a certain company that, is a supplier for a, a raw material you're using, and it's a main raw material you use and really critical to your operation, and you really only have one place that you get that from, and you don't have other options that are readily available, um, can really handicap your business really quickly if you uh, you don't have a, a plan B and C in place uh, to be, make sure you've got that uh, under control and controlling that risk. All right, so let's get back into our discussion with Jill Smith of the Safing Group, and again, you can find them at safengroup.com. You can reach them via phone at 480-380-8200. You definitely need to connect with Jill on LinkedIn. She does a whole bunch of videos um, where she just lays it out there like it is, um, bears her soul for the for the business world. Um, and again, I know there's a lot of Jill Smiths out there, but you can find her by using the hashtag because Jill said so. Uh, and I will say the videos are hilarious. Um, and so make sure you check those out. Um 
So uh, you were talking about the end of the last segment about an entrepreneur and thinking about things. Yeah, I, you know, it's the same thing as uh, that. I think of things the same way as, and you hear these and you probably get the same thing. And this is probably why, you know, we, at least our brains work similarly in that when you mention like, well, they do have a delivery service, but how could you make it better? Right. That extra question. And I find those ideas come to me often because when I'm talking and working with business owners, one of the easy questions I ask them, and I ask everyone that I'm working with, what are your pain points? What keeps you up at night? Well, when I hear pain points, when I, they tell me those things, that's when my brain really starts to go, really, you have a problem with that. And I started thinking, well, how can we solve that? Well, we have a you know delivery service. Well, what, what's the problem with it? Well, it's really slow and sometimes they're unreliable. Really? So how does it work? You know, you really start to, my brain starts churning. My wife makes fun of me all the time and says, does your brain hurt? Like, seriously, because we'll be somewhere at a restaurant or just out anywhere. We'll be walking through the mall and I'll see something. I'll be like, oh, my gosh, you know what they should do? And she'll look at me and she'll just like start shaking her head. And she'll say, does your like, seriously, does that does that make your brain hurt? Because you kind of make my brain hurt, you know? Um, oh, no, I, I, I agree with you. I've come up with so many business ideas just as I'm throughout life. And I'm like, oh, it, they should do this, this and this and this and this instead. Um, I think I've actually talked to small business owners and been like, this is great. Have you tried thinking about this, this, this? Or you could actually market to this whole different segment you're not even thinking about. And their like, mind like blows up, and then I walk away. Because um, it's, you know, that I just had this idea. Here you go. And yeah. i gotta, I got to keep going. My kids are, are running ahead <laughs> of me. So I <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I'll tell you, uh, we'll get back on talking about uh, what pre-collections are here in a second. But I gotta, I gotta mention this story. I don't think I've mentioned this uh, on the air before, but one of my, this is early on, so this is college days, undergraduate days, and we had to do a, pro, a marketing project on a new product. And again, keep in mind, I was in college. It was either, I don't know, junior, senior year. So, point being, I was over twenty-one. Um, and our idea was, and it's, now you're not going to think it's a big deal because we have these. Was we, we had light beer back then, but we didn't have ultra light beer. So I was an athlete in college, and I may have liked to have a few adult frescas now and again, but I had to be on a pretty strict diet and all that kind of stuff. And so, man, if I could have a beer but have it to where it was less calories, man, how could we do that? And so we literally did this whole presentation on ultralight beer, and then it was, I don't know, it was probably five years later or something like that, the first ultralight beer came out. And I'm like, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> You're like, dang it, I thought that up. Yeah. So well, now, anytime I talk about the problem, I mean, that's actually why I, I mean, Safe in Group and Pre Collections is actually because of that problem. Um, so to jump right in, yeah. we, I, I ran a service where I was helping contractors with paperwork and helping them get paid, but, but we weren't doing collections. So it was a very niche business that I had for years. Mm-hmm. But my clients were contractors and they were notorious for being late payers. And so I had, I love processes. And so the process was call and remind, send emails, you know, actually mail something to them, call and remind again. Like I had this whole process that my team, we would go through to try to collect. And we did pretty good. We collected most of the money that was owed to us. But there was always a segment of clients that were late payers or they just wouldn't pay or they went totally dark. And so finally, I was like, all right, I'm going to need a collection service. So I got a good collection service. I really liked them. They were local to me. Um, And as soon as I turned these accounts over to the collection service, right, so we we went through our whole process. Like these people are probably dead for all I know because they're not answering their phone. I have no idea how they're staying in business. Mm -hmm. And as soon as the collection company either 
sent one letter or one email, like one form of contact, my phone started ringing. And they were called, my clients were calling me and they were like, hey, it looks like we owe you money. Like we got contacted by a collection company. And I was like, you think? Like, <laughs> I've, it was too easy. Like it was too easy for this collection company to collect for me. Now they didn't collect at all, but it was that low hanging fruit. It was a first, it was a first batch of clients that just like, you know, they were going to pay. And I was still having to pay a commission on that. Like it was a, it was a good chunk. I'm not making a profit on this, but at least I'm not taking as much of a loss. Right. But I kind of had this love-hate relationship with my collection company. Like I loved that they could get me results, and I hated that it was like too easy in my brain. Um, so if, if it took them longer, like if it was a hard account and it took them like a month and a half to collect, and then they they charged me a commission, then I feel like they earned it, right? Mm -hmm. Right. But um, so then the concept of pre-collections, it was it's very simple. It's a flat rate and there's no commission. All of the money that is collected is sent directly to my clients. So I don't even, like Safe and Group doesn't hold on to the money, we don't collect it, it actually gets sent all directly to the client. The flat rate, we charge $13 per account. So it could be an account that is um, $500, it could be $50,000, like it doesn't matter. But for that $13, what we're doing is we're sending out a series of three demand letters in the mail. Now, somebody might tell you that the mail doesn't work anymore, but man, I, I've, got, I've got a client that they sent over four accounts at the beginning of the month. This was several months ago, but in one month, four accounts they sent over, and all four accounts paid them th through the pre-collection process. It cost them less than 50 bucks, and they collected $16,000. Wow. That's... And if they had used the traditional service, they still would have been paid, right? Mm-hmm. But now they would be out anywhere between three to four thousand bucks on top of that to pay that commission. So pre-collections is this concept of coming in and really taking that the what we call that low-hanging fruit, giving that low-hanging fruit back to our clients. Like here you go, you guys, like you deserve it. And then whoever doesn't pay after that, now we know those accounts actually need the extra work, right? They're going to need the phone calls and the emails and the negotiation. And like, like what, there's a problem of some sort, let's figure it out. But pre-collections, it's, it's simple, it's a no-brainer. And when I heard it, it was like, it was like I, I need that. I couldn't <laughs> find anybody to do it, and so we created the company. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, again, uh, definitely entrepreneurial uh, in spirit and mind and, and in action and execution. So we're, again, almost against break here. Time flies by, but... Um, I want to go, uh, when we come back from the break, and run through sort of an example of what it looks like, and then we're going to pick Jill's brain and get some tips from her on improving the collection process. So join us again after the break. Do you need to dive into online marketing but don't know where to start? Maybe you need an expert to help design your website, or maybe you just need to drive more traffic to your website. Our Biz Marketing is here to help. Our customized local service specializes in digital lead generation, our Biz Marketing, where our business is marketing your business online. Go to rbizmarketing.com. That's rbizmarketing.com. rbizmarketing.com. That's rbizmarketing.com. Thank you for being a Mr. Biz Solutions subscriber and listening to B2B Radio. Would you like to have your business highlighted in this spot? You can reach our entire subscriber base, all of Mr. Biz Nation, every week and archive for future listeners. We can record your very own spot to highlight your business, and you can also use it anywhere else you want, including your website or social media. If you are interested, please email us at 
info at mrbizsolutions.com. Don't hesitate because there are limited spots available. Follow Mr. Biz on social media at Mr. Biz Tweets on Twitter and Ken Mr. Biz Wentworth on LinkedIn. Now, once again, here's Mr. Biz. Welcome back to BB Radio. Me, Mr. Biz, Ken Wentworth, and we again this week are talking with Jill Smith of the Safe and Group, safeandgroup.com, or you can call and reach them via phone, 480-380-8200. And as I've mentioned a few times, definitely connect with Jill on LinkedIn. You can find her very easily uh, using the hashtag because Jill said so. And when you do that, you're going to find some really funny videos uh, and insightful videos, not just funny, but insightful and funny. So it's like a it's like a double win. Um, so I want to talk a little bit more. Run us through as an example. So I know you, you kind of told us what um, sort of how it works, but give us an example. Walk me through like a typical engagement you might have with a business, even with just one invoice, just as everyone gets a better picture of what it looks like, and then we're going to get some tips from you on how to improve our collection process. All right. So um, I guess as an example, a client that um, – so let's label the person that owes you money the debtor because otherwise it's the client of the client, and then it, it gets confusing. <laughs> confusing yeah. So we have a debtor who owes money, and typically at the point that you've gone through your process – so. Um, you know, you've called, you've sent emails, you've communicated, and it's been, let's say, 90 days. 90 days is a good, solid effort to try to collect. And I mean 90 days past due, right? Like mm-hmm. like they owe money for a while. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's a good, solid effort. So at 90 days, when a client then comes to me and says, hey, Jill, I have this account, 90 days past due, what do I do? Uh, the pre-collection process is actually really simple, um, essentially, my client has a username and login. They go right into our web portal, put the information in, which is, you know, the, who the debtor is, their contact information, the dollar amount of the oldest invoice, uh, no, the dollar amount of the total amount owed, and then the date of the oldest invoice. And then when they submit that, that first letter actually gets sent out that day. So as long as they're submitting it before uh, 2.30, my time, so I'm in Arizona just funny because sometimes we're with Pacific time and sometimes we're with mountain, but my husband tells me we don't really change time zones. Everybody else changes around us. Right. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> but right now we're, we're, we're kind of with California and Pacific time. So as long as it gets submitted to our system before two thirty, that first letter gets sent out. And the first letter essentially, um, it says at the top that this is from a collection agency. It basically tells them that they have a debt and that we're going to do everything within our power to collect, that they need to call the client and the client's phone number is listed there and they need to call the client and make payment or payment arrangements. But essentially the letter is sending them back to the client. Um, Now our phone number, our address, all of our contact information is on there because we have to include that. But if I ever have a debtor that calls me, from the letter series or from pre-collections, my answer to them is that they need to call, I don't know, Susan, you know what I mean, Mm -hmm, in the client's office and discuss it with her. So we always send them back there. Um, The goal here really is that your team can be 20% effective to continue to make calls after 90 days as far as getting a hold of people, or you can be 100% effective when people are calling you. They got a letter in the mail, in the mail, they have questions about it, they wanna know what's going on, 
and they're calling you, you, you will always pick up the phone and answer the phone and talk to them about that. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of the process. The second letter goes out at day 15, and the third letter goes out at day 17. In, if in between any of those phases the, the debtor pays, then my client simply goes to my portal, clicks, I think it's like two clicks, and marks that it's paid, and then the letters stop going out. Mm -hmm. So what I hear there, super simple, very inexpensive. And so talk to me. I'm a numbers guy. You know this is coming. Give me some numbers. Give me Talk talk to me about the the impacts and results. Oh, so the, the results that we're seeing, essentially... Compared to a traditional collection company, we are at about a fifth the cost. So pre-collections is very, very inexpensive, but we're getting about three to four times the results. So I actually have clients that are getting uh, 40 and 50% of the accounts they're submitting to me, they're getting paid on. So, I mean, you can think about it the other way. They're not getting paid on the other, you know, 50 to 60%. But they're getting paid 100% and not charged paying a commission mm-hmm. on between 40 to 50% of the accounts that they're sending to us. Um, some of my clients, I mean, it does depend on the industry that you're in. So sure. I can't guarantee results, but yeah. I do know on average, my clients are seeing between 30 to 50% collectability, like the money is coming into them. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, it, that's that low hanging fruit. And think about it, guys. Uh, look, you could pay 13 bucks. I mean, honestly, what I would say is if you, especially if you have a business where you have large invoices, man, why wouldn't you, is it not worth $13 to give it a shot? If you have an invoice that's, I don't know, even say a thousand dollars, is it not worth paying $13 to give that, you know, a chance? It actually comes in real handy with clients that have lots of lower invoices. Collection companies, again, are making a percentage. And so if you have an invoice of $500 versus an invoice that's $5,000 and you're going to make a percentage on that, which of those accounts are going to be worked harder or more, you know, more effort is going to be put into them with the letter series. It doesn't matter the dollar amount. They're all getting worked equally. Mm-hmm. And so I actually have clients that will have smaller, like doctor's offices, where they've got either co-pays or like balances that the insurance didn't cover. So we're talking under $500 it's owed. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's not worth it for a, collection, a traditional company to take that on because it's, 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 you know, we got a whole bunch of these little $500 debts. But yet for 13 bucks, we can send out the letters and get, and get a lot of that collected. Yeah. Um, now, the pre-collections, because it is $13, um, I can't send an invoice for every time I do a thing for 13 to send a letter series for $13. In order for me to keep that cost down, I sell the pre-collections in packages. So it is a prepaid package concept. My first package is 50, 50 accounts, and it's $650. But those 50 accounts never expire. So my clients can use five of them now, they can use 10 of them next month, they can use 50 of them all at once if they needed to. But um, they can, if it takes two or three years to use all of those accounts, the concept being that they have those to use them whenever they need them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, no, it makes perfect sense because otherwise you can't just take a, you know, hey, let me give you one $13 here and then three months later I'll give you another one. It makes perfect sense. I mean, you're you're in business as well, so it makes sense. So, as I was concerned was going to happen, we are almost out of town. So we've got we've got about a minute and a half left. So how about if you give us your top two uh, tips on improving the collection processes uh, process for small businesses? All right. 
actually, my top tip is actually when you are calling your clients, don't start with your oldest ones first. Most people look at their aging report and they start over on the right column with the 90 days and they call those clients and then they move to the 60 and move to the 30. So my recommendation is to do it backwards. The first time you do that, it's going to seem overwhelming, but start at the people that are barely late, the just past 30 days, and call them and remind them that their payment was due four days ago or five days ago or whatever, and then the 60 and then the 90. Like, you still contact everyone. I say call, but you might be sending an email, whatever that ends up being some sort of contact. But what you're doing is you're training your clients that if they're even a little bit late, they're going to hear from you, and you're training them to pay you sooner. Yep. I love it. I love it. And that's that's a non-obvious thing, but it, I, it makes all the sense in the world. Most people don't think of that. They're like, oh, they're only a little late. And that's true, but guess what? Being late is like being dead. Like, you can't be a little bit dead. <laughs> right. You're either dead or you're not dead. So you're either late or you're not late. So you're late. You owe me money. You know, giving people credit is a luxury. Yeah. It's not. It's, it's, it, this isn't something that we have to do. Yeah. I remember my dad telling me when I was a teenager, I came home and I said, I'm only six minutes late. You had, he said, you had 24 hours to be uh, uh, on time and you, you're one minute late. It's boom, you're done. He said, you, yeah. you're either late or you're not late. Um, all right. Well, I really appreciate it, Jill. We, we're running out of time real quick here, but um, I really appreciate you coming on again. Jill Smith of the Safen Group, safengroup.com. Reach out to her on LinkedIn because Jill said so. Thanks a lot, Jill. I really appreciate it. Thanks so much. I really appreciate it. All right. Thanks for listening. Thanks to our show sponsor, Capital Plus. Have a great week, and don't forget, cash flow is king. This has been B2B Radio with your host, Mr. Biz, sponsored by Capital Plus. Capital Plus is your trusted resource for commercial financing and accounts receivable management. They've been providing working capital to businesses nationally for 25 years. Learn more about them at cpifunding.com or to schedule a free consultation, call 855-522-3951.